Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Catherine Peloso-Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising the vibe, and reconnecting to your truest self. I'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest, most vibrant life I could have ever imagined. I truly believe that by tuning into your mind, body, and soul as your magical gateway, you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to episode number three. Oh my goodness. Here we go. Top 10 ways to strengthen your intuition. But before we get started on that, I got an idea that I thought would be a lot of fun. And I want to pull a card for you guys today. I want to just set an intention for any message that needs to come through for you guys today. So I'm just going to pull a card and if it resonates with you, fantastic. If it doesn't, that's fine. But I just thought, let's, let me be a channel for you today. Okay, here we go. Shuffled it up. Going to break it into two. Oh, two came up. Okay. So we're going to do two because I believe that there are no, (laughs) no mistakes. Okay. So the first one that I pulled here is card number 42. I'm using my Lightworker Oracle guide, um, and deck today. So this one is number 42, the fifth ray of intellectual knowledge. So let me pull that up here. Okay. I'm just going to read the beginning part and I will put the extra the extra notes in the show notes for you guys, for anyone who wants to um, just get the full, full picture here. So fifth ray of intellectual knowledge has come to you as a spiritual gift. You're being given the ability to find information you need, understand systems that impact your life and find clarity in any issue that has seemed unclear or overwhelming. You shall sort the truth from the lies and learn what you need to know. The Archangel Raphael now assists you in integrating the blessings of the fifth ray. I will also read the invocation for you at the end. I now accept of my own free will, the blessing and grace of the fifth ray of intellectual knowledge. I call upon the grace and assistance of the universe and Archangel Raphael to help me discern truth and find the information and understanding that will enable me to feel peace and experience penetrating insight in my life. I am thankful for the gifts of intelligence and understanding that help me live my best life in service to love. May knowledge serve the liberation of all beings through unconditional love and divine mercy. Through my own free will, so be it. Wow, that's so that's so deep and interesting when it comes to a message for you guys is to really use the information and understanding from a place of truth and finding what feels right and true to you. So take my information with a grain of salt and use it to provide some insight for you, hopefully. (laughs) Okay. That was number 42. Number 44 is the second one that I pulled the seventh ray of ritual order 
and ceremony. Okay. When the gift of the seventh ray enters your life, something new is being formed, something that will benefit your world. There may be an increased interest in magic, ceremony, and ritual for healing purposes. Resonating with high-frequency violet light and the Archangel Zedekiel, the seventh ray also helps transmute energy from lower to higher frequency. It is a spiritual cleansing agent that allows the truth of spiritual freedom, empowerment, and choice to be seen and felt, restoring hope and joy to the heart. And the invocation is, I now accept of my own free will the blessing and grace of the seventh ray of ritual order and ceremony and the assistance of the unconditionally loving masters on this ray, the violet flame of St. Germain and Archangel Zedekiel. I open to the magic of creativity, divine genius, and the ability to translate spiritual concepts into real world experiences for the greatest good. May I discover and use my innate power of conscious and loving ritual and ceremony to enrich and invite spiritual presence into the world. May all beings feel safe and consciously held in a loving divine order according to the great plan of love. Through my own free will, so be it. Oh my goodness, I really um, connected with that one. And I feel like that's exactly what I'm here to do for you guys is create this space of allowing truth and spiritual freedom, empowerment for you and to provide you with information and a space for healing and love and connection in this sort of ceremony of podcasting. So if you resonate with that, that's fantastic. If you have questions or you want to dive a little bit deeper, I will provide some more information on that in the show notes today. Okay, let's get into today's episode. So 10 ways to strengthen your intuition. This is a big one today, so we're going to go through a lot of information here, but um, I think it'll be really helpful in just getting the ball rolling to tuning in to yourself. Intuition is so cool. It's like it's this magical inner knowing and like a, a guiding compass that that we all have. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter. You know, some people have stronger ones than others, but we all have it and it points us in the direction, I, I want to say the right direction, but it's really the direction of our highest purpose, our highest self, and sort of that highest path that we can be following. We have different directions that we can go in our life. And there is one path that, or a few paths that are going to be a little bit higher than others that are going to be more fulfilling, more in alignment with your highest purpose. So intuition itself is different for everybody, how it shows up. It's really interesting to see because people can feel it in different areas of their body. Some people I know uh, feel it in their gut. It's like, you know, listening to your gut, that stomach, gut sense of knowing. I know other people who feel it in their heart center. They feel it really strongly in their chest um, when, when things feel right or wrong or when they have that inner knowing. Um, I also just heard from somebody who told me that they see visions. So that is their intuition where a vision will show up and they will see something 
that has either happened in the past or something new towards the future um, they haven't experienced yet before. So it's really cool how it shows up for each person individually. Overall, it's just a way to help us navigate our life in a way that is in alignment with our higher selves. So essentially it's here to keep us safe, to protect us, but not in a way that's going to keep us small. It's here really to help us reach our greater potential. It's like, okay, maybe you might not want to do this thing because it, you might get hurt or, you know, you want to stay safe, but it also helps to guide us into do this. You want to step into this. This feels right because it's going to propel you to the next level of your life or of your wellness, right? Um, so it's not just about keeping things safe and small. It's, it's creating a bigger space for you in your life. So I have 10 things we're going to go over today. The first five are predominantly ways to help you get present, to help you start like tuning into yourself and help you listen to those intuitive feelings. And the other five are kind of just random. (laughs) So the first one I want to touch on today is journal. So journaling is such a great way to strengthen your intuition because it helps you get in touch with how you're feeling with what your thoughts are, what your emotions are, what you're feeling physically. Like you can write down anything that is coming up for you in that moment. Um, you know, it could be a story from your past. It could be your desires, whatever that is. All it's really doing is building that relationship between you and you. And you can, you can even take it to the next level and kind of direct it in a specific direction that you're looking for as well, where you can start asking questions in your journaling. You can start, um, you know, using gratitude, you can start, um, reflecting, you can start to visualize and set goals, like a whole bunch of different things that you can use journaling for. It doesn't just have to be like, dear diary, right? You can, you can use it to your advantage for reaching goals and achieving different milestones in your life as well. The idea with strengthening your intuition is that journaling just really helps create a safe space for you to connect with yourself. So I really, really love journaling. Um, I know for myself, it's completely changed my life. And it's something now that if I don't do it every day, I feel it. I feel it in my body where it's like, oh, I didn't get that me time (laughs) to journal and write things out. Um, So number one, journal. Number two is meditate. Meditation is a beautiful way to allow you to get present to yourself, um, especially when you're doing like a body scan meditation, because it really goes through the different areas of your body where you could feel things physically as well. Um, So I really do like that type of meditation for getting yourself present to physical feelings and thoughts and emotions that might come up. Um, In the beginning, if you're just starting out with a new meditation practice, it's great to just practice being still, right? Because our minds are so busy. Everything is so busy all the time. When you're able to just sit with yourself and with what is so, uh, it's not always easy to sit with what comes up. 
So once you get more comfortable with meditation and just sitting with yourself, you can actually begin to ask your higher self for guidance in meditations as well, which is extremely powerful. So the idea with meditation is that when you're able to sit still like that, you become more open to receiving messages and you also will start to notice them more clearly. So it gives you that space to just calm down your thoughts calm down the craziness of your everyday and allow some space for those messages and guidance to show up. Love meditation. Number three is a great way to strengthen your intuition. And that is by tuning into your senses, all of your senses. So like your sight, your taste, your smell, touch, hearing, um, all of these senses to just notice how you experience them. So noticing the world around you and what comes up for you. And this is a great practice to do. Like if you're out in nature or one that I love as a nutritionist, I love doing this when you're eating because it helps to also curate a mindful eating practice, which is really great. You can get all of these senses while you're eating food. So for example, let's just do an example here. So sight, what does your food look like? right? What are all the colors that you're seeing? What is your food in? Is it in a bowl? Is it on a plate? Is it, you know, in a cone? (laughs) What does that look like for you? Um, you know, the smell of your food while you're cooking it, while you're eating it, the taste of it, obviously, right? The taste of it. What kind of taste are you experiencing? Is it salty? Is it sweet? Is it, um, spicy? The touch of it, right? Maybe we're not touching it with our hands, but even just the, the feel of it in your mouth as well. And the, the audio, the hearing, we don't always hear our food, but sometimes, you know, when we're cooking, we can hear our food crackling, that kind of thing. And it's a really good way to get present to the moment. So getting really in tune with your own senses and how you experience them in connection with the world around you will help to strengthen your intuitive nature as well, because it becomes more clear how you're going to experience the sight, taste, smell, touch here of the world. Number four is kind of a twofer. (laughs) So we've got body movement and breath work. So I put them together because body movement and breath work are kind of used simultaneously in certain circumstances and certain cases. So moving your body really helps to create a physical sense of knowing, right? You can recognize what's happening in your body on a physical level whenever you start to move your body. So next time you go for a walk or do a workout, just make sure that you're connecting with how you're feeling in those moments. See if it changes how you move too, right? So if you're going for a walk and all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, like my left foot I'm noticing feels kind of funny. Is that going to change how you move your body? Um, You know, if you're not tuning into those types of feelings, sometimes we will like overdo it, right? So just notice the different feelings that come up physically in your body. 
Lots of things can come up mentally as well when you're doing movement or exercise. Um, a lot of, I know for myself, when I do something and I start to feel tired or weak, a lot of self-doubt and negative talk will come into my head. And I, it's like, oh, like you're, you suck at this. Like, why can't you do this? You're not strong enough, blah, 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 right? And so it's good to just notice that. And not that you have to change anything or shift anything, just getting to notice what comes up as you move your body. The breath work comes into play with body movement because you can really notice your breath when you start to move your body, right? Your heart rate goes up um, and you can start to notice, okay, I'm breathing a little bit more shallow now, or I'm really at rest. So I'm breathing deeper or when I'm doing yoga, my breath is really long and full, whatever that kind of looks like for you. So that's a great, just natural type of breath work, but you can also do breath work exercises. And this is another amazing way to tune into your body or just tune into how you're breathing throughout the day. Um, deep breath work also helps to get you to align with the present moment again, right? It, it helps to calm your nervous system and it helps to just bring you back to the present moment. And when we're calm and in a place of, you know, serenity and quiet, just like meditation, we are more open to receive messages and it's just easier to be able to listen to those messages that are being sent from your intuition, from your body, from uh, the universe, from your guides, whatever that looks like for you. So breath work, body movement kind of go hand in hand, but such a great way to tune into and strengthen your intuition. Okay, number five, and this is the last one of getting present, is get grounded. So what does that mean? Grounding is a great way to, again, present yourself and kind of get rid of any distractions that are going on. Spending time in nature is a great way to do this. Turning off your electronics, um, getting away from distractions, connecting with the earth and the grounding elements, the earth elements, like being around water or fire or air or earth, like rocks and, and dirt, like, and that kind of thing is just full of natural energy that can provide you with insight and deeper connection with yourself as well, because it strips away all the busyness and the distractions of everyday life. So getting grounded is a wonderful way to tune into your intuition as well and help to strengthen that, that connection with yourself. Okay. Number six is pay attention to your dreams. So these ones are going to be a little bit different and, and fun messages from the subconscious are what you get from, from your dreams. Really. It's, it's another form of intuition. So if you're able to remember your dreams and you can write them down, keeping a journal of any messages that come through for you throughout your dreaming, um, dreaming nights, then you can start to make connections to your conscious thoughts and experiences and just see kind of what comes up there for you too. A dream can tell a lot about what you're truly feeling, what you're wanting, what you're desiring or not, right? They can be really helpful messages and it's another form of intuition, which is really 
really cool. So practice trying to remember your dreams. (laughs) That can be really helpful. All right. Number seven is a big one. And sometimes we forget to do this when we are, you know, doing inner work and trying to strengthen that connection that we have with ourselves. It is releasing what's not serving you. So (laughs) it's a big one. Do some energetic healing, right? Checking in with negative feelings, emotions, low vibrational um, energies, stagnant energies, anything that could be creating a blockage for you, trauma release, right? Like anything around that, that could be saying, okay, the, here's a block for intuition. You're not going to be able to tap into that because there's so much that is kind of like being a blanket and hiding your innate powers. So once we're able to release those, um, traumas, those blockages, those low vibrational energies, it creates a space for deeper connection and, um, just opens things up for, for you. So I would say releasing what's not serving you is a, it's a heavy one. It's a serious one, but it's extremely beneficial. So if you can find like a Reiki practitioner, um, you can do this through meditation as well. You can, um, ask for guidance from your guides. You can seek any type of assistance with this. You can do it on your own, but it is great to, to have some additional support when you are working with energetics and making sure that you're releasing them for good and releasing them in a way that is healthy and safe um, so that you can move forward with your life and move forward with the more higher vibrational powers that you innately have inside of you. All right, we're already at number eight. Here we go. Reflect on the past. So this is a really good one to tap into where it's like, okay, have you ever received any warnings before? Something something negative that might've happened in your past? And do you remember any feelings that came up with that? So should I be doing this? you know, before you actually do it, do you have those feelings? Think back of any specific moment that this could have been possible for you. And then notice what came up for you. Was it something your intuition was trying to tell you? Where did you feel it in your body? How did you feel emotionally? Did it end up being the best situation for you? Was it the best decision that you could have made? Was it a really bad decision? Just kind of reflecting on those major life experiences from your past and how did your intuition serve you in those moments? And were you able to connect and discern what your intuitive um, powers were telling you, right? So it's not always easy to move forward and strengthen our intuition if we don't know how it's been serving us previously. So reflecting on the past is a really, really great way to um, continue to strengthen that connection. Number nine is really fun. Trying something new and getting out of your comfort zone. And this is based off of if, you know, if we're always doing the same things and we're stuck in the same routine, It's hard to tell the difference between something that feels right or wrong. It's hard to distinguish how different decisions and choices show up in our life. So the more that you 
get out there in the world, try new things, experiment, and just play with your life, the closer you will be to connecting with yourself. So for example, I will give you an example from my personal life. So recently, my family and I decided to move to a new country. Uh, This is a big something new (laughs) for us. It was totally out of my comfort zone. And throughout the process, a lot of new feelings, emotions, and challenges came up for me. And I learned a lot about myself throughout the experience. Um, we had to, you know, prepare to relocate. We had to travel with children. We had to leave things and people behind. Everything we were doing was starting from a brand new slate and we had to start from scratch. So at one point I noticed, um, you know, we had to decide between two different countries and we were trying to figure out, okay, where are we actually going to end up and actually kind of plant, plant some roots for a little bit. Um, I had to really tap into my intuition and listen to what felt right in that moment. And going through this process of doing something brand new, I was extremely closely connected to myself because I wanted to make the right decision for myself and for my family. When I say right, I mean, we go throughout life and there's not always a right decision or a wrong decision. It's like, what is going to be the safest for my family? What is going to make most sense for us at this time? And which one is going to just be for our greater good and our highest timeline in life? Um, so throughout this new experience and getting out of my comfort zone, it really forced me to listen really carefully because I didn't want to make the wrong choice. So by putting yourself in new situations, you get to strengthen your intuition because you try harder at listening to it because there's just more on the line. These big life decisions, getting out of your comfort zone where you don't feel quite comfortable it really just forces you to really sit down and listen to that inner, inner knowing. And so we ended up deciding on Mexico and it was a great, great decision. That's kind of what felt best for us in this moment. The other choice um, for us right off the bat was the U.S. And it just didn't, the signs didn't point (laughs) to the U.S. the way they did to Mexico. And I'm glad that we listened to that intuition. And I always will say to my husband too, I'm like, what, what do you feel in your gut right now? Like, I don't want you to listen to your head and what on paper looks good or what we should be doing. I want you to tell me what that inner feeling feels like. What is your intuition telling you right in this moment? And so our intuitions brought us to Mexico <laughs> and it's pretty, pretty cool and exciting. But this, this number nine, trying something new, getting of your comfort zone is a really, really great way to just strengthen those, those intuition powers that you have within you. Okay. And number 10, it goes hand in hand with number nine, sort of piggybacks off of number nine, which is test and challenge your intuition as often as you can. So when you are trying something new, test your outcomes. So whatever you decide, what comes of it? Were you right? Was it the best choice that you could have made? Was it the best option? What feeling was it that you listened to? Like, what did that feel like so you can remember in your physical body? And then ask for signs. 
ask for something that's symbolic or significant to be shown to you that can help to reassure you that you're on the right path. So for us, a big one throughout this whole journey that we've been having, this adventure that we've been on of traveling around, um, one of our biggest symbols has been the hawk. So when we see a hawk, it shows us that we're on the right path or that where we are is making sense and that we're right where we need to be. Um, another thing is like triple numbers. So I'll see one, one, one or two, 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 or I see five, 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 a lot, like all of these triple numbers that come up and there's, it might sound silly, like, Oh, it's just a coincidence. Okay. But it's not because it's something that we have asked for. So, um, and when I say we, I mean my husband and I, Jake. So we have this connection with Hawks as our guide on this adventure for traveling. And so we have sort of said out loud that whenever we see a Hawk, it means that we are on the right path. So there's nothing silly. Whatever you choose, stand strong in that and it will be significant to you. So when something shows up, and you see that sign or see that symbol, it's in alignment with that path that you that you want to be on with your end goals. So super fun. And I just love talking about intuition because of the strength and the power that it has, not just for your life decisions, but when it comes to your wellness and when it comes to your health, we don't always have the right answer but we can tune into our bodies. We can listen to those intuitive messages that our body is sending us and we can curate higher levels of wellness in our body. We can feel more optimal. We can feel better and more in alignment with our highest level of self. So that's a wrap for today. I want to remind you that you can get a free copy of my mini course on how to tap into your intuition to achieve your wellness goals, which also includes a special meditation and workbooks to help you put things into practice right now. All you have to do is join my VIP list and give me a quick five-star review, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at mind.body.spirit.mama. There is more information in the show notes about how to do that. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I am forever grateful for you. Don't forget to love yourself today and have a beautiful day.